All right. with the gang yeah i'm posted with them killers she try to steal from me hope she know that i'm a killer oh yeah we bite she gonna kill you boy you ain't no pre-game song for this episode is killer featuring conway the machine juicy j off the marathon continues still continues album joint fire i tell you this one this is one of those but we appreciate you for taking time with us welcome to Another episode of the Two for One podcast. I am one of the two. Jersey's finest, Jersey's own, Trevon Jr. I'm joined by my dog, my brethren, my co-host, my man from the north, north side. is here. And we ready to pod, man. We, we back ready. in the building, man. Another Fact. day to be great. Let's oh, get man. it. Yo, let's, how, you, let's... how you doing, my brother? Man, I'm I'm doing great. God is good. God is great, and I thank Him for my for my life. You know what I'm saying? Like no complaints, no complaints at all. How you doing? Man, I'm doing good, man. I'm I'm doing blessed. I can't complain, man. For everyone out there, man, just if you're going through anything, just think, bro. You once prayed to be in the position that you are, man. You just gotta enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? That's that's big. That's big, bro. That's big. And you know enjoy what? Ride. I, I I'll even be transparent on this podcast. I, I went through a major disappointment after everything with Mexico. Major. So the point that he just made, I resonate with that. Like if there was a day, because at the end of the day, I played a game in another country. And there was a time when that didn't even seem possible. So you know what? Blessings to the most high. But anyway, forget all that. We talking about drug tests and basketball, Denzel. We talking about drug tests. We we starting off hot. We're talking about just, you know what I'm saying? When the when the athletic trainer hits you after practice and he's like, you're so 6.30 in the morning, drug tests. Like, just walk walk us through just the thinking. But I want you to do it from two perspectives. I want you to think about it. Answer it from perspective of you ain't worried about nothing. And then answer it from the perspective of, oh, jump. We might need to. It might be. Calls, get the cranberry juice, all that. So See, matter of fact, I, I'm going to even give you one better because, like, for me, I've never been in that second perspective, but I've been in perspective like, bro, I'm good, but I know our two best players are f- screwed. So it's sort of like you're <laughs> yeah, even yeah. trying. You're just like, yo, I'm trying to help them sooner, like with anything. You know what I'm saying? But as mm-hmm. far as as far as me, you know, drug tests are they're just they're just in the way. Like, you know what I'm saying? When, when, once you get that call or, or, or comes to the training, it's like, bro. Oh, you got a drug test tomorrow. It, ru- it literally ruins your whole day. Because a yeah. person like me, I'm not a morning person. And them joints oh, be at like, hell no, I'm not early. a morning person. Them joints be early. Them joints be at like, they want you to be in there at 6.30. It's like, fam. <laughs> and then you cannot take a piss, like, at yeah. all. So right. it just be annoying. But like, my whole process, you know, do my thing. You know, me, I'm, I'm not, I don't really part participate in those extracurricular activities you know what i'm saying i'm a good wholesome guy so just wake up do what i gotta do one thing i will say for me personally especially when i go in and then i have to take a piss like bro that whole morning i need to pee i need to pee i need to pee as soon as that that dude is just like (laughs) looking over and making sure what i'm doing i cannot take a piss right you just be sitting there for a second you you do your little 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 toe jump real quick, like it, all right now. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like I'm secure in my masculinity, but like, bro, it'd be so awkward. It's just like, fam, like, are you gonna back up? Like, you obviously see, I ain't got nothing here. Like, bro, let me take a piss. Like, Word. you see, I'm good, fam. <laughs> yeah, nah, them them shits be annoying as hell. But once you get that out of the way, it's like, man, everything's oh, good. Yeah, yeah no, but really, like, yeah. To your point, though, the day gotta start. <laughs> now like you like it'd be the days where you be ready to sleep in you might your class might your first class might not be to like 11 you might have a noon class or something like that at least if we're talking college and you know that's when you get the text oh yeah so 6 30 drug test you got to be there by 6 15 whatever it is and now you're like dad well i gotta start my day early now like and, I, ain't get, I ain't got nothing to do and the crazy thing is it's normally like a trickle down like you'll hear it in the works like first you hear the football team like oh you guys got a drug yeah. test tomorrow 
Be like, yeah. oh, people, people like start start yeah. to come down, yeah. come down yeah. the ladder. So um, you you probably know before, but the day yeah, of, but, if but you haven't nah, done anything, you know, you're you're screwed. You know what's really funny though? So I've, I'm like you. I've I've never participated in extracurriculars to where I had to worry about a drug test, but. It's hilarious when you see someone that does have to worry for the drug test. Yeah. Like, cause you come in, cause you know, like you chilling, like you ain't got nothing to worry about. You come in, like, you know, you still got your slippers on. You just like, all right, I'm here. But it's the person that you got to, that's worried that they be. No, bro. You know what, I'm what, what be... gets me is a person who, who can't pee, who's worried, but can't take a piss. So, so they have to get on the bike and sort of, yeah. you know, get going and they be there for hours sweating bullets because you already know you already know the vibes like it's over for you but they be trying to do everything bro yeah but it's like everything it's all by design too like it's literally the the whole design of it is to get you there that early because it's like you can't you can't you can only do but so much in that short of a time like you can't you know what i'm saying you can't flush nothing out of your system that fast you know what i'm saying ain't no pill gonna do it ain't water like you know it like for real it's it's crazy but I do think it's it's more so just a funny occurrence because literally, like you said, like all teams go through it. Like, like you said, you go up, you you meet, and that's honestly low key a cool opportunity to like meet people too because you'll be yeah. you'll meet somebody like from the like from like the lacrosse team lacrosse fam. from the you know I'm saying from the baseball team, and you just be like, and y'all, there's just an understanding. You're just like, Yo, it was mad early, and I don't want to be here. Like you just share in pain, <laughs> like, um, but, but literally like, it's, it's funny, but in your opinion, how does that, the dynamic of like drug tests and everything like that, how does that change? Like, cause for one in the pros, it isn't really going to be getting drug tested like that though. No. Like they don't need they really, you know what I'm saying? You know how niggas is giving up, but especially today, don't nobody care about no drug tests no more, bro. They they don't, but at the same time, it's like you just have to follow the rules. Like there's ways to get around it, especially nowadays. Like, trust me, I've been in situations where I've seen people like you get one or two opportunities to like redeem yourself, you know. You get caught oh, up, sure. whatever the case may be, especially if if you're, you know, one of them guys, like you obviously mm-hmm. get, so get mm-hmm. get some leeway here or there, but like there's just some people who just just are like when I say addicted, they are addicted. Oh, yeah. And it's crazy yeah. because they all bro, so I could stop at any time, bro. I could do this at nah, any time. Yo. But yo. they need they need to smoke before they eat, Work. before they yeah. sleep, before they practice, before they do anything. And I was just like, before, bro, you before they you, function as a human you, being, you, bro, they, you, they you are strung out. Like you yo, know look, what I'm saying? I'm, I'm gonna use this platform <laughs> responsibly, yo. For anybody out there that smokes weed, right? I'm I understand weed is like the popular thing. We want to smoke weed, that's cool. But understand you can get addicted to weed. Like I'm st- I see a lot of people that fall on the side of you know your man's where it's nah man, I can stop whenever I want. And it's like, no, you literally can't get out the bed without smoking something. Like there is possible to get addicted. So whatever you into, please just do it safely. Like whatever you went to, like we we laughing and joking about drug tests, but like for real, please be responsible with your drugs. Whatever you went to, please, cause it's nasty business, yo. We're too young to be hooked on stuff, but then I don't want to serious us out. But you yeah, know what I'm like, that's important to be said. Yeah, bro, but I've literally seen it all. I've literally seen people try to almost kill themselves trying to down ample amount of cranberry water. Mm-hmm. garbage bags heat running around like it's literally ridiculous to the point where you 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 can't do nothing you just have to take your l but i have seen some instances where people definitely they slide oh, by i don't know how like you know sometimes it works right no, them niggas literally be doing mission impossible <laughs> get it done like switching peas taping the pee to your like, a whole bunch of foolishness mm-hmm. bro mm-hmm. it gets Not, wicked it- but yeah, no, look, and that, but it does get to a point where it's like, oh, is all that even worth it? Like, that's where my mind go, where it's like, okay, you know, you smoke, whatever you get into, and it's like, is that really worth the running around with the trash bag, like, all of that work? Man, I don't know. I don't think so, because me personally, like, I've seen, I've had experience where, where like, two of, my, two of my players got, like, you know, kicked off the team because it was just like that, or just had to transfer with the with, with but... It ain't worth it at the end of the day, but y'all niggas are addicts. Y'all niggas are addicts. I will say that. Yeah, you know no, saying? but like, that's it. Bro. Oh, it's Hoopers too. Maybe the, there is like low key a deeper, darker like 
serious topic in this, like, to be honest. Because, like, there's a lot of hoopers that literally they'll get up, hoop, and come home just and smoke just. the rest of the day. That's it. Like, and, like, and, and, and even to the point, right, we talk about overseas and stuff like that. I can understand it because ain't nothing else to do. Like, <laughs> like, like you for real, like have to like make yourself busy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because then the basketball, it only takes up but so much time. So it's like, I understand the, you know, well, I'm just passing the time and I'm just chilling. But yeah, that's like, it's low key, like a destructive method. You know what I'm saying? Of, of, of doing something like, and it's, it's always hoopers that it's hoopers. I would honestly say Hooper's more than even football players, to be honest. I think. Because that's how it seems. Yeah. I think it's because we're also... Yeah, that's definitely how it seems. We're, we're definitely more visible as well, but for yeah. sure. That's true. For that's sure. True. Yeah, but bro. the drug tests, those are always a, a fun, interesting times. Like I said, people out there, please be safe with your drugs. Please be safe. We want to see everybody make it to 2023 and see the end of their life. No, um. All right, so that was a little fun topic in terms of drug tests, but more basketball-y. So for all the people that listen to us, we want to entertain you, but we might nerd out a little bit with this with this next topic. So um, I was watching this game, and they were talking about uh, some uh, of the women's players in college, and you know they were talking about like the mid-range game and how it's so important, and you know you need to invest in the mid-range game, everything like that. Do you think? Do you think that that's a little deceptive, like this message out there now that like the mid range is back and, you know, invest in a mid range and, you know, the mid range isn't dead. Do you think that's kind of deceptive? I wouldn't say it's deceptive. I would say it's more pertained on your style of play and how you see yourself growing in this new age basketball. I will say that because as you see, like you definitely have your your um, marquee people who you see take advantage of that game where it's so like obsolete to their advantage where they are specialists and they're literally like they get paid for what they do right Mm -hmm. but there's another flip of the coin where as the game is evolving so much it's really three or layup uh, and we're getting a shot off within the first seven to eight eight seconds you know what i'm saying so it's yeah. sort of like you have to tailor your game to that and also if you want to like the mid-range game is definitely where it's at as well i feel like um i feel like it's where it's at right now because it's not used so people don't game plan for it or people don't really it's not really people something people see so it's like when right. someone is taking advantage of that it's sort of like wow like, I see that, and I like that. And at the same time, it's sort of like I can see how that could get preached. Like, if you want to add another pillar or level to your game or whatever this 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 might be, like, this is very deceptive right now, and it's something that could take you far, which it can. But at the same time, it's sort of like see, in between, wiggle between, yeah. See, I think in a, in a way, like, the reason why I asked deceptive is because, like, I agree with you, like, it's a part, but I honestly even feel like there's only certain types of players or certain there's, there's a smaller amount of players where even that applies to. Mm-hmm. Cause like when I think about, you know, Chris Paul, you think about, you know, in the tweet that I saw, they talked about Deja Kelly on UNC um, and they talked about um, somebody else. I'm, I'm forgetting her name, but they talked about these players, right? We talk about DeMar DeRozan. We talk about these dudes, right? Mid range game, everything like that. But it's like, you already have to kind of be one of them ones or even be like at the top. Yeah. Like you have to even be given the opportunity to even take mid range threes. I feel like that. I feel like that has to be your game. Like if that's not your game. And so I'm saying, that's why I said it's it's deceptive because it's like, okay, if, if, if there are, let's say high schoolers coming up, right. And you got a high schooler that is working on his mid range game, right. He works on it effortlessly where he has a mid range game. If the game overall is, like you said, threes, layups, score within the first seven, eight, does that kid actually get a chance? Like like a serious consideration. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you know, he can shoot mid-ranges all day. Great. He can make them. But, like, is he even given an opportunity for that game to be shot to, to, you know what I'm saying? Is he going to be given an opportunity on the court if the priority is threes and layups and we're playing super fast and getting them up, 
Yes, that make- and and no, it all it all depends on the player for real. Like if yeah. you're a point, if you're that, if you're a point guard, you run the team and you could pick your spots. Obviously, it would be better for you. You know what I'm saying? But if you're a two, three guard, and that's sort of your game, but it's not established to where it's like, okay, we need you're the top dog and we need to get you the ball, or you're in one of our threat scorers, then you could sort of get lost in the sauce. You know what I'm saying? Especially um, depending on the coach and style of play. And that all depends on where, how you play or where you play. And a lot of, a lot of that, like you really have no control of, especially when growing up, like you just go to your local high school or whatever the case may be, you don't have no control or say so. So it's literally a flip of the coin and honestly, what type of player you are, because I think if you grow to be, be one of those guys or however mm-hmm. you play, so where you could actually show that it being an asset to be like, okay, like, nah, we need yeah. to get him the ball here, here, and there. And instead of running these two plays, we're going to do this. Like, we're still going to get up and down and do what we do, but you're your asset here. Like, you know. Right. So. No, that makes sense. I think the reason why I even thought of it and brought bring it up is just because it's like, you know, it's kind of like, okay, when I'm thinking about it in, in the perspective of a high schooler coming up or just, you know, dude in college, I want to ready to go to the next level pro, whatever it is. It's like, what do you actually work on? Like, in the sense of like, I feel like, kids today have to do more research or have a better understanding of the game to even determine what they need to work on in order to go to the next level. Right. Yeah. Cause like when we were in high school, a little bit before us, it was, you just need to be able to shoot and you need to play defense like that and, and be able to handle the ball. Like if you could do one of those three things and just like the main basic fundamentals of the game, right. Played yeah. hard, play defense, things like that. Where like you knew what you had to do in order to, go to the next level or at least give yourself the, the next chance right because nothing's ever guaranteed in this thing but at least give yourself the best chance but i think it, it's like today you know there it's very possible for a kid that you know works extremely hard you know has has a solid handle but his his game is mid-range let's say he's a two let's say he's a two three guard whatever right for depending on like you said it's completely chance you don't know he could get completely passed up on just because, you know, that coach likes getting up threes when he has all the talent and the ability to play at that level, but he's not being given a chance. And then even you take it into college where it's like, okay, you can be a college guy that, you know, solid. Like once again, you're not even, let's say you're a solid contributor on the team. Mid-range shots are your thing. But when you look at the league, you look at even overseas, it's more of a focus on shooting threes. But it's like, well, if that's my game, like what am I left with to do? Right. Or it's like I've or it's almost like I've worked on the wrong thing this whole time. Yeah. And it gave like me- even in this generation, they definitely have it harder as far as like you need to be able to do more things on the court. Like it's just one thing you always need to evolve and do more things. Back in the day, you could have your four or five or whatever the case may be, not even know how to play basketball, but just have them in there for rebounding and to knock it out. Nowadays, right. you see the game sort of evolving where, like, you have those key guys. Like, I don't even know who's in the league right now. Like, a Ed Davis is probably mm-hmm. a person that, like, strictly you're just in there rebounding and scrapping a couple other guys. But, like, we're slowly rotating out of that, okay, one mechanic guy or guys can do one thing. Now you need to be able to do anything. If you're a four or a five, if you're a power forward or a center and you can't shoot the ball or handle the ball in today's NBA I'm talking right. about so, you're you're not playing. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Or they That's just right. need you to do way more. So I feel like the today's um players palettes, you your palette has to be very very diverse and it's kind of hard cuz very very diverse but still specialized at one thing at the same time that gets you on the court. You can't be, you know, master of nothing. You got to be master of something, but in your right. case that you're saying, I feel like you could still be a master of the mid-range but your uh, your other aspects of your game has to be just there tight as well so it's sort of like you just have to evolve with the times that's true yeah because i mean like once again when i think of the list of players right now that are being like praised for their mid-range game we're talking cp we're talking demar Derozan, we're talking devin booker like we're talking about top of the yeah. top of the top of the league no, like you know no. what i'm saying like i highly doubt alec burks on the knicks is going to be like if he shoots a mid-range tibbs is like yo get him out See, Why you the, three? the only other person i will say that's made a living off of doing that that's their game and that they do that um sean livingston like that's just him sean livingston, you know but like saying? once that's again it. 
And I agree with like Sean Livingston when he got to that little the dots on the on the paint in the paint. You might as well run back. Automatic. Yeah, automatic. <laughs> he was he was automatic. But I'm saying, but even to the point though, it's like think about that. Like he stopped playing. He retired what four years ago, yeah. almost four or five ish. Maybe 2018, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Something I don't know. like that. But, but like he was a really good. That's a really good example too, by the way. Um, it, like that. Even that style of player, you don't that even was, see that style. I was of about player. to say that's definitely more like old school type. He's definitely one of those like two thousands Kevin Garnett generation. Yeah, like, those those guys, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a change <laughs> in terms of just the style. And I, I, you made a really good point in that you have to be able to do more. But I think that really puts a lot of players today in a tough spot just because it's like, well, you know, at the end of the day, you only have but so many years, and you can't work on everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In even in in the amount of years you have, like dudes can, excuse me, stay in the gym as long as they want. Like you're not going to be able to perfect and be a professional at you know the different shots. You know, shooting off the move, shooting off the catch, one dribble pull ups, two dribble pull ups, off the screens, off pit. So honestly, it's almost like impossible to get that good at everything. everything yeah. So that that's at least, you know, I was, I was thinking about that when I saw it, I'm kind of just like, I feel like that's a little deceptive. Like we, we, we praise it like, Oh no, the mid range is where I sat. People got, but we yeah. The how many people back. really want that or really champion that in their system or in their league? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like is, is that actually going to get you results? Like, right. is that actually going to get you on the court? Like, yeah, I can make a whole bunch of mid range shots, but if ain't nobody rocking with it, what's the point? You no, know? Bro. Um, but yeah, that was that was just at least what I was thinking about. But um, you had a topic. Go ahead. You you introduce your topic. That's yeah, man. The 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 Cinderella Cinderella story has come to an end, man. No, no, no. You got to no, cap no, it up no. for Jersey. Jersey. J- Jersey. Big big Jersey. Jersey City. What up? <laughs> Jersey City. And Peters. What up? What's up? Nah, man. But yeah, so. Cinderella, St. Peter's, you know, their season came to an end. They got all the way to an Elite Eight. That's tough for them. But, you know, news broke that their head coach, Shaheem Holloway, is now moving on to his alma mater, Seton Hall. Congratulations to him. Thanks. Round of you know applause. What I'm saying? Clap it up for him. Absolutely. Much deserved. Yeah, yeah. So, like, my whole thought process around this was, like, you know, congratulations to him. But, like, I'm looking at it as a player's perspective. or sort of like a a dang type situation because like you know we just yeah. made this magical run we're on this such high and then it's just like okay now our head coach has gone back to his alma mater granted like i've heard this has been in like conversations before even the tournament whatever the case may be but it's like yo dog we we just got here we're probably gonna like you just boosted recruiting we're probably gonna get some nice pieces probably gonna have all the guys back like bro let's go for another run and it's sort of like you know you, just your coach leaving a lot of unknown is sort of like they just he just he brought them to like the highest point of the cliff and just like all right y'all find your way back home type so so <laughs> i was just, i was just looking at yeah. it i was just looking yeah. at it through, through that perspective like bro as a player for me that would hurt you know what i'm saying no, no matter no matter no matter the situation even though you know he's going to his um whatever he's probably never going to get a chance like this whatever but like as a player like i'm hurt and like bro i'm mad like you're supposed to rock out with us regardless. Like, you talking all the tough talk, you know, this, that, and the third, we this, we that. And it's Facts. sort of like, you're not even, I mean, you built this. And it's like, bro, you leaving now at the peak, fam. Like, well, I you know, know you got your opportunity, but dang. You, you know what it is. And this is actually something that is very different. This is, this dynamic is different when you play in an ACC, Conference USA, Big East type conference. Versus when you play in like a Mac, which mm-hmm. is where St. Peter's is. So I can tell you from my experience at Monmouth and stuff like that, there is a little more, for lack of a better term, there's like, you can smell the roses. You can smell it? Like, you, like, you, like, there's just already like this understanding at that level. And not, I don't want to say at that level as if like, because obviously we see what St. Peter's did, they can compete, but I'm just talk, speaking to conferences and, you know, money and everything. Cause this is a money's game. This is a money thing. When 
a situation like this happens, as a player, you you will hope that your coach stays. You'll hope, but you also fully understand. Nah, you out of here. Like you, like you just you, you kind of you just know with that type of run, with that type of run. Now, if it was a situation where let's say they made it to uh, the Sweet Sixteen probably would stay or like you know you might you might be where you said where it's like you're mad but i can tell you for fact if you know your coach who has gone viral who played at St. seton hall you know what i'm saying like stamp like everyone big jersey everyone that's played basketball has heard and knows about shaheen but when that situation it's kind of just like a salute like we did what we came to do i understand because once again the bag like at, yeah. at the end of the day the bag see like these situations always are always like very i don't know i see i see like the business side but then for me being in a position where i played the college basketball i've been in a player's position like i weigh mm-hmm. that that side a little bit more for me it's like bro you were you were first you recruited me like you told yep. me to come here for the next four years, how we're going to build this, that, and the third. You came You came to my living room. You sat with my mom. You talked to my people. You're mm-hmm. the reason I'm here at this establishment, at this program, especially for the for the right. freshmen or for the sophomores, whatever the case may be. It's like, fam, I'm here because of you. And we were now doing the things that you said we were going to do and building the things that we said we we're going to build. And now it's like, now you're gone you just, it just feels like a sense of like abandonment like bro as a yeah. player just like bro you just dropped off and left like not f you but it's sort of like dog like you're you're why you're why i'm in new jersey you're why i'm at this school you feel me right. so me personally being just selfish and being the type of player i am it's like bro i'd be pissed like if yeah, i'm at, if i'm at odu we go to sweet 16 and coach jones is like, yeah, i'm about to go back to virginia and coach nigga i'm yeah, pissed so- for sure. No. Yeah, and that's the thing. And that's, so. and that's where it's like, it is, it is like a catch 22. Cause I like, I agree with you. Like, like you said, there is power to, yo, you sat in my family room. Like you talked to my mama, like I'm big you know, on words. I'm big on yeah. your words. So I, yeah. I'm, I'm coming to you for the four years. I don't feel like you're going nowhere. I don't care if you have whatever it looks like, bro. Right. We don't, right. we don't, you're supposed to be building something here. We here with it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think tough. It, it's 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 a tough position but like at the end of the day like he did the right thing like and i think that's the part of it that you know i would think even you would say like even though yeah it's like dang what the heck like you just abandoning us but i think with some time you kind of be like all right i get it like you get you reach a point yeah, of like, with some time you reach a point like you know yeah. still sucks but you reach a point of i feel like the business aspect when it comes to college basketball is a lot more like dang because it's like bro, we're not professionals we don't get paid at the end of the day we go to school to get an education you know what i'm saying so the right. little bit of closeness or cohesiveness or family that we have it's yeah. sort of like it's us so it's sort of like to see like that the snake get the heads cut off it's like yeah but you know, you know what even even to the business side because like the thing is with the Mac, he might have had, and this is completely me just guessing, and like I'm not count pat inside count. information. Oh God, no! This is just a complete, you know, just like so you understand. You I'm know, just trying to keep he, he went to business He knows. He looked <laughs> at the books. Like, he may go. He he might have gone from making let's say seven hundred fifty thousand to where he goes to now a Seton Hall. Seton Hall's in the Big East where he's maybe bringing in two. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it what when you look at from the business aspect, it's kind of like that. Yeah, uh, apples and, and oranges. And baby. then you add on top of like <laughs> I played here, like I'm a legend here because, like I said, niggas know Shaheen. Like, yeah. so win win. <laughs> hey, salute! We did what we came to do, fellas. Like, I, this is supposed I, to be the launching pad for us. All right, so you. Put yourself in his situation, like as a coach. Like, how mm-hmm. does that conversation work? Like, you got twelve players, you got to tell them, yeah, you know, we did what he did, but I gotta, I'm about to skedaddle, y'all. Like, have fun. Um, have fun, so have, I, have fun at St. Peter's while while I'm in in Brunswick, chilling with the at Senior Hall <laughs> with, in this big facility, living nah, good. I mean, honestly, the the conversation, <laughs> at least how I would attack it, would be along the lines of, you know, 
we were able to accomplish something that we might not see again for the next like 50 years. So, you know, we, we all like life goes on. Um, and like, I would just be transparent and says, look, I got an opportunity to go play to coach my, my alma mater. That's something that's important to me. Like y'all know my roots. Y'all know who I am. Like at the end of the day, y'all are family. Like, you know, that don't change. Um, but this is something that's good for me and my family, but don't let me leaving distract us or distract you from what we were able to accomplish. Like, cause what we did was like truly legendary. Like, I hope they talk more about this than this UMBC win. I know. <laughs> I hope that but like, still scars. nah, like I'm just saying it's like, bro, like, cause they, like, it's like this, like what they were able to do a exactly. max going yeah. to the elite eight. Like that is way of a bigger accomplishment than a 16 seed beating a one seed. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and once again, that's still respect, but I'm just saying like, those are apples and oranges right there. Like, you know, like one, one could happen particularly after this year, that 16 to one thing could happen next year for all we know, the way these games have been going. I don't like I said, I don't think we see what St. Peter's did for another 20, 30, 40, maybe even 50 years. I don't. So that would at least be how I attack it. But I will say one thing I thought was very interesting, and I didn't hear anyone say a peep about this. While they were on their run, St. Peter's hosted an open house for their school, and people were coming. Mm. And I didn't hear a peep about people talking about. Oh well, student athletes they get free education. So why do they get all the perks and everything like that? Why should they get paid and be blah 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 blah? blah? Well, let's think about it. The basketball <laughs> team is playing in the March Madness tournament, which is now causing thousands of people to apply at St. Peter's University, uh, where they will America. be paying hundreds of thousands of dollars in tuition. So. By this little run, they might have brought in St. Peter's well over $100 million. A lot lot of funds, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, yes, that is why student-athletes should be getting paid. (laughs) That. (laughs) I didn't hear anyone say a peep about that. Nah, they ain't going to say nothing about that, though. They not, but that's okay. That's why why we have a podcast. Because I'm going to say it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's that was telling to me. That was like, all right, well, clearly, you know, athletics matter. Don't nobody care about education for real. It's so athletics to get the as job. Long, as long as the money is coming in, all the yeah. athletic director, the president, trust me, they grinning. They smiling. Yeah. No. Oh, for they sure. From ear to ear. But, but I will say, and this is my segue, what can easily happen now, the kids that Shaheen recruited, they're going to post on Instagram. Thank you so much, Peacock Nation. We really were able to do something <laughs> special, and I'll never forget it. But, you know, after weighing my options and after careful consideration, I've decided to enter my name into the transfer portal. Right? They'll, they'll post that. We'll wait. Wait about a week, maybe even two. So blessed and thankful to be able to go to play for my coach at Seton Hall University at Seton. You know me, Coach Heen, I'm back. Let's get to it. Another run. Let's go. Stand up, Pirate Nation. That's you know what I'm saying. That's how that's gonna go. It's a win-win for everyone. The players, exactly. the school. It's just exactly. like bro, we laughing. We laughing. Exactly. But you know, like I said, segue into man, yeah. what is going on with this transfer portal? <laughs> this transfer ain't even a transfer portal no more. Bro, this this transfer portal. Well, from what I've been hearing, because you know I'm not really hip to the players, but it's like a right now. It's just like it's hot. It's it's the hottest it's ever been. And, like, people are like, yeah, certain players shouldn't be able to be in the transfer portal. Like, the amount of players that are in the transfer portal are just players not really sticking to teams and just throwing their names in. It's it's ridiculous, and it's kind of, like, scary at the same time. Like, you know, just being on Twitter and just in the know, like, bro, a lot of these, like, with the new rules that have occurred, first, first you have COVID. COVID really came in. That's, like, the first thing that really messed it up. Now you have like the super seniors who yep. are eligible for another year. So you got you got kids. I think I, I, I think I think there's the one kid on Miami 
their main kid, first ACC, I mean, um, player in the – he was first team all ACC. He was like oh, – it was his sixth year. Yep. It's his yep. um, sixth year playing college ball. And it's yeah, just Charlie, like – Charlie Moore is his name. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, bro. But just first with the COVID, so you got the super seniors who are eligible to come back. And then you have the new transfer rule where it's like, bro, if I don't like it, I can put myself and go to another school and play right away now. Like, it ain't no waiting the right. whole year. So, like – with the whole market now, it's like every year it gets worse and worse. And especially like right now, it's not, it's really affecting the the high school kids that are coming up. Cause like, if you're not highly toted or highly ranked or one of them ones, like, bro, your opportunity is really slim to none. Like back in the day, you, you had like your mid majors who you could pick up a nice men. Nowadays, like, bro, these mid majors are, they're, they're not looking for no high school kids no more or exactly. these even though these low majors that are trying to win, bro, everyone's looking at the transfer portal, the JUCOs, and it's just mm-hmm. like, bro, if you're one of them high school kids who even, like, got a look or had a look, like, even now around this time, like, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of instances where, your know, colleges are, are taking away scholarships right now because they're seeing all the opportunity in the transfer portal. It's just like, bro, we're trying to win now. Why would I try to develop this, that, and the third? So, I really, I really feel for these high school kids coming up, especially like if you're not one of the ones, like you really got to pounce on your opportunity. Like if you have a coach or you have a couple offers, like you really have to, there's no sitting back and relaxing. Like before, back in the day, you got like three offers. You're good. You're chilling. Okay, you you can chill. Nah, now you get yeah, you one or two. Admit. You got you to gotta weigh you your admit. options within the next month or two, you know, really, really I'll buckle down. I was like, hey, that's the nap. Really buckle like, down with offer, your people. Yeah. Once offer three comes in, I'm almost ready to commit. Like, Re- sign the really, sign the paper. Though, you really got to buckle down, man. Especially, yeah. I'm not talking about, like, the highly told. I'm talking about just the, you know, the hard-nosed working guy who, who he picks mm-hmm. up a couple here and there. But, you know, you really don't know where, where you can end up. Like, you sort of have to really fine-tune, like, okay, what you're really doing now because – them joints is coming and going, bro, especially with just, just what I explained in the market, man. So it's just crazy to see, crazy to hear. Yeah, no, it's 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 sad. It's crazy. Um, like I said, it truly only hurts the seniors. But the thing that, that confuses me with, like, some of the people that I'm seeing transferring, I just be thinking, like, why are y'all transferring? Like, why are you transferring? Like, what, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm seeing people transfer from schools where it's like, you're already at a top, top school. You already got a great role. Coach love you. Like, you, like, what is, like, I'm trying to understand, like, what's the purpose? Everyone thinks their son or nephew is LeBron James or deserves to be at this high level or whatever the case may be. Like, People don't they they can't handle adversity anymore. Like you could be in a great situation, but just because the the way that the coach is talking to you, you think it's some some form of disrespect. So you you're out of here. No, nigga, he he right. knows the full potential in you. Like, bro, it's right. okay right. if you have butt heads or dislike or he wants you to do X, Y, and Z. At the end of the day, he knows what he's talking about. Like certain people or certain players, they're just so thin skinned and really can't handle yeah. real, real tough basketball minds like you know what i'm saying like yeah, that are not going to deal with that is, your the trend. <laughs> that is the trend that is the trend where it's like yo you have to like the days of like the yelling and cussing out of a coach and in terms of like the amount of players that take it, it it's it's changing bro like you almost have to like as a coach basically blow smoke up these dudes butts like you know like like you almost have to just because once again if you're a college coach if you want to get recruits and literally like it, no school is going to keep you as our head coach. If you constantly have guys transferring out or you can't get commits, like that's just the yes. name of the game. Yeah. So, but then what's going to happen is these players get upset. Cause when you blow smoke up, up their butts, when you're recruiting them, that means you got to make some promises. And depending on how, whatever happens with the season, you don't fulfill on the promises. They still hit the transfer portal. It puts college coaches honestly in a tough spot, to be honest. It puts them in a horrible spot because first you have the kid who's being the most prima donna, and then you got the the parents, the uncles, this and the third. Like I don't, I couldn't be a college coach because me personally, 
I dare your mom or dad to call me, or I'm not being a bro. I'm custom. I'm not. We're not playing these games, like bro. You sent nice. this kid here. I'm the coach. This is what I'm doing. Don't ever call my phone again talking about what I should do or what I should not do with your son. Like it's just the entitlement for me, like that these yeah. kids yeah. or and they're the people who they have in the air. Perfect discussion. We always talk about who who you got in your corner, who you got talking to. It all affects them. Like make majority of the times so it don't even be the kid. It'd be their their person in the air or whatever the case may be, yeah. who and thinks I'm- they're friggin' the best manager in the world or whatever the case may be. It's like, bro, fam, chill out. Like you know what I'm saying? Trust me, I yeah. I, I, I do this. I, I no, know, no, I know uh, the game. Look, like a hundred percent. You're a hundred percent correct. And like, it's just unfortunate. Like I said, it's it's super sad that that is the direction in which basketball is going, where you can't hold these kids accountable. You can't, you know, be tough on them, um, just because they're they're just gonna hit the, the transfer portal. Bro, like like what's his name? Um. Yeah, it's crazy. What's his name? Shaxson, Sharif O'Neal. I think he's in the chance reporter again. Like, bro, yeah, another at this one. point, like, you shouldn't why? even be playing basketball. Go do some business shit. Like, at the end of the like, you're not privy to nothing. Like, you come, like, not, not to be bad or anything. You come from a million. You come from a nice household. You have no form of toughness or adversity in you. I could see that just the way how you, this was about to be your third or fourth team. Like, fam. Mm-hmm. Dug it out somewhere, bro. Really, really prove yeah. that you could play, that you could be like, bro. What do you? Yeah, where are you that, going next? You better go to HBCU or low major or mid major because none of the high majors are gonna mess with you. Like, right? That was the <laughs> that was one that confused me. I'm just like, why? Like, once again, why? Like, what? Just what's the purpose? Like, what's the advantage? Like, Crazy. I can understand a kid that is goes to, you know, an Iona that goes to, you know, a Charlotte that goes to, um. I'm trying to think of like another uh, Western Kentucky, right? Goes to one of those types of schools, enters the transfer portal, and then is getting calls from like the ACC, Big Ten, like those schools. That makes sense to me. That That makes sense. But when I see dudes that are already at the top of the mountain or just at the level that they're supposed to be at, right? Because that's possible too. Not everybody belongs in the Big Ten or those big conferences. But when you're in the conference where you're supposed to be, you're at the level that you're supposed to be at, I I don't understand why. Like what's the purpose of leaving? You know what I'm saying? Because now these kids aren't even transferring out out of conference. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Bro, makes, bro these, kids, these kids, go, kids go right up the street. These <laughs> like, kids are soft, bro. They're, they're soft. They're mad because they're not playing or the politics isn't in their favor and they think it should be and they just move. Like, right. y'all boys are soft and ruining the game of basketball. Like, bro ruining the game of basketball. There's hey. no reason certain people should be in a lot. Like, there should be a rule with certain people like fam you can't for what what are we doing here you're Word. wasting time you're wasting money and you're wasting other people's future who could have an opportunity that's Agreed. it Agreed. like, you're, no, you're, you, like you're you're gonna go to a, a mid-major whatever the case and put up and do jack up be the guy probably still not even put up that points because you're trash you should be working on your game instead of transferring and then it's just like okay cool that's it. No, you hey, you you might just went for thirty right there, bro. Like, like the other day, when was the All Star All Star um All Star break? I was watching mm-hmm. the 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 HBCU game. I forgot who they play, who was playing, but I heard Seventh Woods name, and I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? He he plays at the HBCU now, and I'm like, no, bro, don't. that no, no we I, don't. I, yo, look it up. It was crazy. I think, it was, yeah, yeah, bro. No word of a lie. And I'm like, bro, it's crazy because this is a guy you know, Sevens with yeah. Saber, and he went to UNC. I don't think he played a lot, but like, yeah, I seen him. I seen him there. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Not saying he, you know, I put him in that that transfer portal rule, but it's just like it's crazy to see these guys who are at that level. Just like, bro, how'd you end up here? You know what I'm saying? You see it, right? He is dog. Yeah, man. <laughs> And it's crazy because I'm watching the game. I'm like, bro, you're really an average player here too. Like, bro, do these people not be working on? I don't know. I don't know. Not no, not every on their game. And it's you crazy. know it. And nah, it's crazy. Nah. Hold on, nah. hold on, 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 hold on. <laughs> because what I'm not trying to do, I'm not trying to shit on him right now because you never know circumstances, whatever. But it's just I'm just using him as an example. It's crazy how do you see these people at the top and sort of just trickle down. It's just like, yo, fam, like, what are you doing here? 
dog, yo, clear, <laughs> clear it out, yo. I'm, I got him. Don't need no screen, man. Get, get, go, go ahead, man. Listen, don't nobody want to work on their game no more, bro. And here's why. Here's here's the reason why. You have these kids that they're in high school, particularly. We talk about it all the time with social media. But on top of that, take take social media out, right? That's that's an argument in itself. That wins my argument for what I'm talking about right now. But an, an additional factor to it is these kids, they're athletic. So they already dunking on dudes. The, the amount of times, particularly depending on where they even play, they're not even playing any real competition maybe once, twice a year in their high school season. Other than that, they playing against kids that they playing basketball just to get girls, right? Like that's that's their competition. So they're going to look great regardless. So that's why when you see these dudes that are ranked up high in ESPN and everything like that, you look at their schedule, they may have maybe four, maybe five like big time games where they're going up against somebody else. And when you look at their stats, when they play in those games, they be having 11 points, 10 points, 12, maybe even 14, maybe even 15. But when you look at their season averages, they're 25, 32, like it's all the way up there. And it's just like when when you're operating like that and it's like, well, I got the offer, right? I'm, I'm getting offers. I'm getting attention. I'm getting all the things. What I got to work on my game for, for real? Like, what do I have to work on my game for? But then they get smacked in the face in college. But because they're not used to working at that level, because you and I know, like me and you work hard in high school. So like it wasn't as hard of a transition when it comes to college working, but college working ain't no joke, particularly when it, when you add that weight room into it, plus the on the court stuff. So if you aren't if you haven't prepared yourself to to, to be cut from that cloth of I'm going to work on my game. You gonna fail. And, and because these kids don't put themselves like you said, they don't they don't grind nothing out. It smacks them in the face. When it's like, oh, that's the work I got to do. You know what? I'm going to just transfer. So that way, rather than me being a fit, I'm going to make sure I'm a big fish in a small pond. <laughs> and and I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? I'm going I'm to I'm a, I'm a brand my way to the NBA. I'm not going to play my way. I'm going to brand my way. You hit the nail like, on the head with that one, boy. You know what I'm saying? Bro, this stuff is crazy. <laughs> Man. You was Man. shocked. I... <laughs> I tell you what. Bro, it's crazy, man. Soon, soon, soon is gonna be that one boy from Memphis, the little Bates dude. Ooh, that's a hot take. You think so, bro? Not to say he's trash because he's not trash. It's just not working out well not, in Memphis. It's yeah, not, it's, not we, it's not what we. Yeah, expected. it's not what we expected. Like it was, it was him and him and Chet supposed to go what, one and two. Now yeah, it's yeah. I don't, he not even on boards. Like even it's if like, he were to go, I think he'd be second round. You know, just, he's staying. Just off the strength of name. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's he's gonna stay. He's gonna stay. But he's gonna stay. Uh, yeah, he's gonna stay. He needs. He yeah, needs but he's just staying in college. He he might be in the transfer portal now. I don't know, but he needs to stay in college. Right. But just yeah, speak. Speaking about you know, people or players putting 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 work in. You know, obviously whatever the case may be. Real quick, your boy is back. PG. Oh, oh my. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Round of applause. Uh, round round of a freaking applause. The smoothest oh player God. in the league is back. Oh, and wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up. We ain't giving him that title now. Not the smoothest. Not the smoothest. Bro, One he, up. He, no, he he's a smooth. He's a smooth. He's Who's? the silkiest person. Yeah. Not, not KD. No. Nah, nah. Okay. Either way, I'm fine. I'm fine. Look, I'm fine putting <laughs> him in the back. Smoothest, smoothest player in the NBA. Smooth. Smooth he came. Like, he came back off what I think it was something with a shoulder and whatever injury like, he had. Elbow. Something, something. Yeah, elbow, elbow. It was elbow. It was he elbow. came back, haven't oh played in like he, he hasn't played in like three, three, four months. What he do? Quick thirty piece dub. He nothing he, crazy and a comeback dub too. Not even like a like like a comeback dub. Bro, they, they was down. They was down yeah. like 20, 26 in the first quarter, bro. Yeah, no, the Jazz was smacking him. The Jazz was smacking him. He he led a charge. Oh my oh, god. Now. Oh my God, Paul George. Kawhi, Kawhi could not. Nah, I lie. I'm just, I'm just joking. Listen, stop, I'm, stop. I'm, we're not going back. No, no, no. We're not doing this. We, we got to save this for another pod. We saving this for another. But you know where I'm going. <laughs> this, I'm saving. We saving this for another I'm episode, bro. Of, I'm you, sick of hearing you, you that about, name. You about to go. You about to go wild on my man, and I'm, and I'm gonna have to defend him. That's Listen, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just say, tell you something right now. 
if Kawhi comes back and they try to push this narrative of Paul George being the sidekick, I'm gonna be tight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be so tight. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just I'm just telling I'm I'm letting the listeners know. I'm letting you know if when Kawhi comes back and they try mm. to do the oh now the one two punches back, Kawhi's gonna hit first, then PG. I'm be like, uh-uh, uh-uh, home. Wait, 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 wait. So we're saying. So wait, what are you trying to say? Paul George is the one, not the two. It's the right. Paul George and Kawhi <laughs> Leonard show, not the Kawhi Leonard Paul George show. Thank you guys that's for tuning in to another episode of the Two for One Podcast. On that note, I said what I, I, am, I said. I'm not even gonna argue because you're crazy. You're yeah. wild for that one. You're, you're, no, you're not, wild for that no, day. Oh no, he, he ain't the one. You know, no. close to the one. He, he's nowhere close to the one. Sorry, I'm sorry. Paul George is the one. Paul, no. George, Paul George will actually sit on the bench while his team is in the playoffs fighting for a position. He, he's I not sit up in the nosebleeds. I know. No, I know. I know. Yeah, because I'm the one. That's why I can't even do he that. One. Stop this. Stop this. Kawhi, he, you, he, you know. Kawhi, I know. Old man. Stop this. Stop this. I hold dudes to a standard. That's all it is. I'm not doing this. But yeah, me too. I hold dudes to a standard. Dudes who perform great in the clutch. Dudes who have finals MVPs. Dudes who have two two rings, dudes who don't disappear three four years ago in the playoffs, whatever, didn't perform. When when Kawhi needs to perform, he shows up. And Kawhi and does it well. That's all. That's all. He Kawhi he, he hits all he hits all the metrics the that, that you talk years. about. I don't know what you're Kawhi talking about. Kawhi disappeared for he's the been last hurt. year. He's been hurt for the last two two years. What are you talking about? He's been hurt. What? He's been injured. He- even, no, no, no. But, but think about okay. But the third year, so not two years. Third year before that, what happened? He went silent in that fourth no. quarter. What, what everyone happened? blamed it on what PG. Happened? What happened? Everyone blamed it on PG. Three years ago, he, he didn't. He didn't show up in the playoffs, bro. Okay, you talking about Paul George or Kawhi? Yes, Kawhi I'm talking about Paul George. Kawhi didn't show up either. What are we talking oh about? Oh my god, Kawhi didn't I'm, show up. I'm gonna go back and pull up those. Kawhi was there. Pull it up. Pull it up. <laughs> all right, all right, bro. No, he was here in spirit. He was there. He was there in spirit because he won't do nothing on the court. As I said, my man Kawhi always showing up, always performing in the clutch, got the rings, got the finals MVP. I don't know what other metrics that you want him to hit that Paul George has never sniffed. But on that note, because he is the two, on that note, we're ending it. Paul George is the one and not the two. Round of applause for another successful episode. We said we were chasing greatness today. I think we got to it. Once again, we appreciate you guys for tuning in and listening. Always remember, your jump shot isn't short. You just got to use your legs. Please try to tough it out. Don't just go to the transfer portal. Fellas, if she loves you, she'll rebound for you. And fellas, make sure you ask about, uh, make sure you befriend one of your managers. They're the ones that really get stuff done. And with that being said, we'll see you all next week. We love you and we out. Yo.